The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m., on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico, Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cali for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and conference and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. As true born-again believers, we try to read God's Word daily and live by those words. We instill it in our hearts and teach it to our children and loved ones that they too may experience the peace and joy that comes only from knowing and following Christ Jesus. 
The church choir under the leadership of Emilio Hahn will sing for us his encouraging song entitled Discipleship. They're accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Pahaku Kara on the organ. Please join in singing as the words appear on your television screen. Decide to put Jesus first in your life, you are choosing to take the straight and narrow road that leads you on a path of righteousness. It may not be easy, and you may stumble along the way, but in the end, the results are yea and amen. All you need is trusting faith. Our church band under my direction will play a tune entitled, I'd Rather Have Jesus.
The salvation of your soul, TV viewers, is an individual matter between you and the Lord. He calls us once, twice, thrice, and then no more. Will you be able to hear the trumpet call, come up hither? Our soul is a cast of Marvin being with anticipation when Jesus will return in clouds of glory. Listen as he lights us with this wonderful song entitled, Softly and Tenderly. Accompanying our solos will be Associate Pastor Trusty Evans Broad Sr. and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, Iris Locke on the drums, and yours truly on the piano. Pardon, pardon for 
This upbeat and lively song sung by our church choir entitled, Do It Again, Lord, will praise and lift the name of Jesus to the highest for the things He has done, is doing, and will continue to do until He returns in clouds of glory. Join me. 
instrumentalist, associate pastor, trustee Evans Sproat Sr., who played for us his inspirational song on his guitar entitled, Down From His Glory. Playing his background music will be Marvin Abing on the bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and myself on the piano. Saints in Harmony are a talented group of individuals who have blended their voices to offer thanks for the unending love and blessings Jesus has bestowed upon them. Listen as they sing for us this beautiful song entitled, Boundless Love. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful song to Mrs. Lori Manning. 
Your many prayers go up to the Lord as a sweet-smelling incense. May Jesus Christ continue to pour out bountiful blessings upon you in this life and that to come. Lori, have a great Sunday. There is not a mother, sister, friend, or brother Loves the way that Jesus can He proved his love for me when he died on Calvary He gave his life for fallen men His love is a boundless love And it reaches out and touches me His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity there is not a mother sister friend or brother loves the way that jesus can he proved his love for me when he died on calvary he gave his life for fallen man his love his love is a boundless love and it reaches down and touches me. His love, His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity. Jesus wants to love you. There is none above you. You are precious in His sight. He will never fail you when the doubts assail you. He'll be with you day and night. His love, His love is a boundless love, and it reaches down and touches me. His love, His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity. His love is a boundless love, and it reaches out and touches me. His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity. His love is a boundless love, and it reaches out and touches me. His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity. His love, His love is a boundless love, and it reaches down and touches me. His love, His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity. His love is an endless Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZTV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawain, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabao, Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. The greatest teacher I know is the Lord. Through the Holy Spirit, we learn and accept His teachings without exceptions. They recall the simple fishermen whom He pressed into His service. They heard the gospel, believed without reservations, repented of their sins, and were baptized in the name of Jesus. Then along with the Lord, they became fishers of men, whose primary goal was to bring souls to Jesus. Thus, viewers, the main purpose of all my TV sermon being honorable in marriage is to bring Jesus to you and cause you to realize how serious and necessary his salvation is for every participant out there in our viewing audience. Have you ever sought help to overcome some monumental problems and not found that help? Have you needed guidance and direction to do right in the eyes of God, that is to live a life above sin? In these time of peril, have you wished for that special protection to sustain you, whether in or out of the house of God? Well, look no further. The answer to these questions are within your reach and are found in the gospel of the kingdom of God. Join us in these weekly telecasts, and I'm sure the solutions will unfold before you. Today's sermon deals with a very powerful subject and is very much warranted in these present days. From the beginning, God's intended purpose for marriage was to be a permanent relationship between two people, male and female, not experimental. God created the woman for man, 
and established marriage as the framework for mankind to adopt and spend most of their adult life therein. Marriage entails compatibility, which is the ability to live in a harmonious union and is achieved by sharing love and understanding, respect, and patience toward each other. Today's sermon topic is based on Hebrews 13.4 that reads, Marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled by whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. Marriage is God's gift to mankind, and sexual fulfillment in marriage is a part of this union that is blessed by our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ must be the third party in every marriage relationship to gain happiness and success in every marriage union. Proverbs 18.22 also relates, Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. Mature love, both physical and emotional, is based upon a mutual commitment and a self-giving attitude. A marriage, the loving relationship of a husband and wife is blessed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Proverbs 5, 18-19 describes that love. Let thy fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Let her be as a loving hind and pleasant roe. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times and be thou ravished always with her love. A man and a woman who want to spend their lives together as a couple must get married first to conform to God's biblical standard. They must not live in sin regardless of whether it is to alleviate financial burdens, avoid tax obligations, or to live on government assistance. Sin in these cases is based upon convenience and companionship that has been substituted for personal commitment. Therefore, marriage participants will lose the Lord's blessing in their relationship when they do not comply with God's basic and reverent reason for marriage. Marriage was instituted by God as a means of having an intimate and committed relationship to one person. It is God-given union, security, stability, and some of our deepest needs are fulfilled and shared with each other. On the other hand, God's judgment awaits those who break the fidelity of marriage. Let us remember that the Lord God removed only one rib from Adam to provide him a helpmeet vice multiple spare ribs. Genesis 2, 21-24 explains, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And then Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. God's word instructs in Ecclesiastes 4, 8 11, There is one alone, and there is not a second. Yea, he hath neither child nor brother. Yet is there no end of all his labor, neither is his eye satisfied with riches. Neither saith he, For whom do I labor, and bereave my soul or good? This is also vanity, yea, it is a sore travail. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? A familiar saying says the wedding is one day, but marriage is forever. And God's word teaches all in Ephesians 5, 21 to 23 and 25, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Husbands, 
Love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. When two people are married, they become one flesh. And in God's eyes, they become united spiritually, emotionally, and physically. God blessed mankind to have children in Genesis 1.28. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fall of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. A man and a woman are then responsible to care for and provide for their family, ensuring that the needs of the family are met. The whole family is then afforded the opportunity to enjoy the fruit of the provider's labors. God's permanent and holy bond of marriage is a blessed union because God is the originator of this union between a man and a woman, as addressed in Matthew 19, 5 through 6. And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave unto his wife. And they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What God therefore, what God, what therefore God had joined together, let not man put asunder. Marriage is God's contract between the two parties, and he expects that union to last as long as they both shall live. Therefore, God's word condemns all premarital and extramarital sexual relations, as well as defrauding or withholding sexual contact between one another in marriage. In addition, the Lord Jesus Christ never intended the marriage vows to be broken by divorce because it was not a part of God's plan in the first place. Jesus Christ clarified divorce as a privilege and not to be used as a means to settle any disagreement or misunderstanding between couples. Matthew 19.7 confirms this clarification by Jesus Christ. They say unto him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? He said unto them, Because Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. Many times the causes for marriages ending in divorce are infidelity, spousal abuse, child abuse, drugs, alcohol, and substance abuse, addiction, as well as economic stress. We are absolutely confident that if couples approach God's marriage institution in a mature manner and allow the Lord Jesus Christ to lead and guide them in their relationship, there will be fewer divorce cases. Did you know that God established marriage between a man and a woman according to the sanctified relationship between himself, the creator, and mankind as his creation? That is why following God's plan for marriage that he set in order is the right thing to do. And couples should make every effort in the fear of God to respect and uphold each other in the marriage relationship. The Lord Jesus Christ must be ever-present as an intimate part of every marriage, and with his help, we will be able to maintain the intimate relationship shared between a husband and wife. God's word highlights the mutual trust and commitment that must exist between married couples. This new responsibility requires a man to leave his parents and be enjoined to his wife, being separate from their parents. They begin a renewed relationship in marriage together and learn how to love and cherish each other with much respect and reverence. God's word promises happiness to all believers who fashion their lives around the Lord Jesus Christ and are disciplined to behave in a consistent and spiritual manner, showing ultimate respect for the Lord Jesus Christ, their spouse, and themselves. Think back to the day when you turned to your spouse and very affectionately responded to the question in marriage saying, I do. We all should remember it as one of the happiest days in our lives, being joined together in marriage with our partner for life. 
of even greater importance for all mankind is the ultimate experience to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as one's Savior, Master, and Lord, and to establish one's spiritual relationship with Him. Therefore, it is expedient of the utmost importance that we accept the Lord Jesus Christ today as we hear the gospel of the kingdom of God being preached. The good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God is Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Nicodemus learned about the gospel when he approached Jesus Christ. After being a scholar and a Pharisee who was diligent in the laws of Moses, but not yet saved according to his conversation with Jesus Christ. Although he was a prominent member of the Sanhedrin, he learned that we must sacrifice and give up all that we have learned and follow Jesus Christ. He gave up all to follow his belief in Jesus Christ and was baptized by Peter. He then became rich in faith and maintained a strong belief in the Lord Jesus Christ, having been saved through his name and his blood. What Nicodemus witnessed and experienced in his conversation with Jesus Christ confirmed the miracles he had seen and heard and helped him to recall the scriptures that spoke of Jesus Christ as the promised Messiah. Let us listen in the conversation beginning in John 3, 2. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus Christ responded to Nicodemus in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Continuing in John 3, 6 to 7, he reads, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Baptism by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ is a very spiritual marriage to Jesus Christ. And when we take on his surname of Jesus and my new name, then becomes Billy Hahn Jr. Jesus. Water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ brings us into the family of Jesus Christ. And by his name, we then become heirs to the promise of eternal life in heaven above. Paul also informs mankind that baptism in the name of Jesus Christ signifies the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. When we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we gain a new start, a new lease on life, and we begin a new life with Jesus Christ. Water baptism means to be born again. As addressed in 1 Peter 3, 21-22, that reads, The like figure whereunto even baptism doth now save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. By the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Simply put, the clear message in baptism says that if we are born once in this world, we will die twice from a physical death. And then a spiritual death. And if we are born twice in this world, first our natural mothers, and second spiritually in the name of Jesus Christ, we die only once, meaning a physical death. If we die before the rapture, we are, we are raptured by Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. The second spiritual death brings eternal suffering for those who are not baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And it separates them from Jesus Christ and his believers. However, everyone baptized in the name of Jesus Christ will, as previously stated, inherit eternal life in heaven above. Peter's spiritual commandment in the gospel identifies the correct baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. In Acts 2.38, then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
To repent means to have godly sorrow for our sin as defined by Paul. It's 2 Corinthians 7.10. For godly sorrow worketh repentance and salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. Peter himself wept bitter tears of repentance after he denied Jesus Christ three times, just as Lord Jesus Christ had told him he would. However, on the day of Pentecost, Peter, being filled with God's Holy Spirit, boldly preached the gospel to the Jews gathered in Jerusalem. Paul also learned about repentance from Jesus Christ. Himself on the road to Damascus, and he was then enlightened and taught by God's Holy Spirit in the desert of Arabia. Jesus Christ is the only saving name as confirmed in Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Every preacher in every church should be preaching the selfsame gospel of the kingdom of God as preached by Jesus Christ and his apostles. This is the same gospel that we are preaching to you today, and that is preached on every one of our telecast presentations. When you come to the Apostolic Faith Church and accept Jesus Christ, you will be asked two questions by the pastors and associate pastors before administering water baptism. The first question asked is, do you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? And the applicant responds, yes, I do. The second question asked is, do you believe that his blood cleanses you from all sin? And once again, the applicant will respond, yes, I do. Then you will be completely immersed in water in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2.38, saying, I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. After being baptized, the born-again applicant is advised to tarry for God's gift of the Holy Ghost, as explained in John 7, 37 to 38. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried, saying, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Yes, dear television viewers, when being filled with God's Holy Spirit, all doubts and fears will be removed, and you will then be directly led and taught by God's Holy Spirit. When you are led and guided by God's Holy Spirit, it affords you the ability to walk and talk with the Lord Jesus Christ throughout the rest of one's life upon this earth. Jesus Christ will then continue to confirm himself to you personally and your understanding will be opened through the inspiration of God's Holy Spirit. The simplicity of God's plan of salvation is often complicated by the irreverence of man who tends to serve the Lord Jesus Christ only when it is convenient for him. Jesus Christ instructed his disciples and set the pattern of salvation by being the example for every man, woman, and child to follow. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 indicates, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. God requires everyone to surrender their self-will and to see God's will in their daily lives. 
Jesus Christ established a new relationship as you find in Mark 3.35. For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and mother. Humility is God's key to faithful obedience that will be recognized by the Lord Jesus Christ above sacrifice. Bring us into the spiritual agreement between God and man. Proverbs 15.33 reads, The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Let us now explore God's word in reference to God's union with his church, the body of Jesus Christ, and read Isaiah 54, 5. For thy maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and the Redeemer of the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth shall he be called. Reading on further in Isaiah 62, 5. For as a young man marries the virgin, so shall the sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall God rejoice over thee. Keep in mind that besides ourselves in marriage, the Lord Jesus Christ shares a place in our hearts, and He's directly responsible for the success or failure of our marriage if we put our full faith and trust in Him. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only one who can see beyond tomorrow, and He will take care of everything in our marriage if we only let Him. Hosea 2, 19-20 describes our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yea, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness, and in judgment, and in loving kindness, and in mercies. I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness, and thou shalt know the Lord. As we walk and talk with the Lord Jesus Christ, we will come to know him, and he will teach us what to do and what not to do. Yes, husbands and wives make mistakes, and some more severe than others. However, God's resolution is to repent, exercising forgiveness and long-suffering before the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul summarized the married life of spirit-filled believers as a key for a successful marriage in Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. Let us all then be honorable in our marriage to Jesus Christ, in our marriage relationship with our spouses, until he calls us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. Now, if you'd like to know more about God's word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. In closing for this morning, the church band will play a song entitled, Yes, I Know.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.